This isn't any regular heat. This is nuclear heat. Live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, bringing you the latest from the Square Circle on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Jake Bakoven. It is another great week in wrestling, another great time to talk about the week in review here on Nuclear Heat on 93.7 The Ticket. If you haven't joined us yet, this is our new wrestling show here. Uh, we like to talk some pro wrestling, that is, we know. We take a break from uh, actually, you know, competitive sports and get into the entertainment a little bit. I am Jake Balkovin, your host. You can also catch me on The Captain and The Ticket Water Cooler right now uh, from 10 to 1 on weekdays, most, most weekdays anyways. Uh, and uh, he is Nuclear Heat contributor Augie Pena. Augie, how's it going today? Oh, it's going great. You know, it's uh, not melted, so, you know, we're, we're yeah. still here. Yeah, nuclear <laughs> heat is a very good way to describe Lincoln right now, uh, and I'm sure all across the Midwest, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, August, we had those, like, weeks of rain, yep. and now all of a sudden we're getting punished for it. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's very hot outside, but thankfully, mostly wrestling is inside. Yep. <laughs> and thankfully to me, wrestling was in Canada this week. I love, I mean, wrestling's really made an impression. I should say WWE, but uh, throw in uh, AEW now going over overseas, sell, selling a crazy amount of numbers. I think in, uh, what is it, in Britain or Wembley? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I'm trying to think where that is exactly. But in any case, um, ticket sales doing good in WWE as well. As we opened up, the the, the if you wanted to go to WrestleMania, you're going to have to buy secondary tickets, yep. basically, because one day, and that thing was all but sold out. Um, so... Again, we're going to be here. We're going to complain about certain things that the <laughs> WWE is doing, but they are doing it well. And in whatever they is, and we, I always say that there's a lot of people that like to fantasy book and, and yell at Vince McMahon for doing the same old stuff, and you get tired of it. But um, if there's anybody that 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 has experience running a company to this magnitude, a wrestling company of all things, uh, it is him. So uh, we will probably note some of those things today because yep. I know pre-show we've already talked about. Um, there is a few things that uh, seem to be happening every week and it's it's almost it's so predictable and so frustratingly predictable uh that it almost is turning into what i call the popcorn match which is <laughs> what you either go get popcorn or um go and uh, re- re- fast forward through it if you dvr'd it uh like i do one uh, one note that i did want to mention uh, before we jump into friday night smackdown so if you don't know how we do it we start with friday night smackdown next uh, next couple segments will be raw so that will bring us through the hour raw of course three hours smackdown two so it works out nice like that but one other thing I did want to mention in the WWE news is Lacey Evans' contract up with WWE, and I think the general feeling uh, among th- among the fan base, or, or from what I've heard and seen on social media, is um, you know a good run, but maybe somewhat of a missed opportunity with the Southern Bell thing. Maybe they passed too soon on that. Yeah, they really did. You know, she has you know the look, the charisma. The attitude, the skills. I mean, you know, a former Marine. Mm-hmm. You know, she has the combat skills for it, and I think that Southern Bell was 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 so hot. Um, you know, it, it was booking, but at the same time, she got pregnant. You know, during what we thought was going to be a push. Yeah, I, Ric Flair says. No. Yeah, no, that, that, <laughs> no, was, that was a different one. But but I did see that. Um, you know, the reports that she was supposed to possibly main event WrestleMania with Charlotte Flair, or that wow. was going to be for a title match hmm. from that. You know, from that, from that yeah, yeah, from that feud. But she got pregnant which is a blessing for her you know but yeah. for her career you know they then then they try to bring her back 
twice, I think, or three times they repackaged her, and it just didn't work. Um, but yeah, you know, that's a big missed opportunity there, and she'll be missed. I think she'll find her footing with another promotion, and hopefully, you know, they'll they'll give her her you know her run that she deserves there. Well, it seems to sometimes it, it's it's weird how WWE does it because the the most obvious gimmick for they finally was like her last one, mm-hmm. which was like you said, ex marine, um, just badass mother. Mm-hmm. And they made her a heel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I thought like that all lines up for a good face run, and they made her a heel out of it, which uh, was interesting. I was like, you know, finishing moves are big for me in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Women's right. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, ultimately, um, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, we see more of Lacey Evans down the line, or if she shows up to an, another wrestling um uh, you know, AEW or, or something else, New Japan. Uh, we'll see if she if she continues wrestling, or I, I've heard some other ideas tossed out there as well. So. Yeah, I did see that she actually opened up, I think, a bakery. Oh, did she? Um, okay. Yeah, in her hometown. Um, you know, I did see that. So, you know, she has other 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 venues out there that are open for her, and as you discussed, you know, some other things out there too. <laughs> um, you know, that she might she might go with, but yeah, she'll 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 find her footing somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll move on. Hopefully, we see her in a Royal Rumble. If if you get fired from <laughs> WWE, then my goal is to see her in a Royal Rumble someday. Uh, but let's go to SmackDown in Toronto. Of course, uh, this whole show uh, built around Edge versus Sheamus. Edge in his hometown um, in, in this respectful fight with Sheamus, which is which is kind of interesting. Um, and throughout the show, that was kind of the theme: is uh, celebrating 25 years of Edge. Um, we didn't know. I mean, Beth Phoenix, his wife, was was up up close in the front row. Um, at times, looked pretty emotional. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to tell uh, how 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 serious this this thing is because they're celebrating Edge and feels like it could be maybe one of his last events there. In any case, Grayson Waller opens up with the Grayson Waller effect. Still not completely bought in on on the presentation. I think he is great. Yeah, I think Grayson Waller will do well. Um, but it's just kind of weird. And in, in the way that I've been trying to find a way to verbalize this, they basically treat him like he's Logan Paul, mm-hmm. and they have Logan. Like Logan, yep. you can't have a fake social media star if you have a real social media star. Um, and that's kind of what they're doing with Grayson Waller. So kind of odd there, uh, and just maybe just bad. A bad time for that gimmick. Mm-hmm. Without Logan Paul, I get it. That makes sense. That's common. You know, that's a modern. That would be a good gimmick. But with Logan Paul there, you just look like, like a knockoff. Um, but in any case, it, it's it, it's no whatever you want to call it. One way, however they dress it up, it's a talk show. <laughs> and Grayson Waller has the talk show, uh, the Grayson Waller effect. So he invites Rey Mysterio up for the the United States title, and of course, um, the new U.S. champion, I should say. And of course, in WWE, the fun is if you're invited on a guest show, you're going to end up swinging at the uh, at the host, <laughs> yep. which is usually how it turns out. Uh, but the uh, interesting part here, Mysterio coming out with Santos Escobar. Uh, Santos, of course, the uh, guy who was taken out so that Rey Mysterio would be able to win the United States Championship and part of LWO along with Rey Mysterio. So um, it was kind of that was that was kind of what this whole segment was about. Is there Mm -hmm. tension uh, in LWO? Um, Despite Waller's best efforts, it did not uh, uh, seem to be. Uh, all this somehow sets up a match between Austin Theory and L.A. Knight. So Austin Theory comes out. Of course, he wants his rematch uh, with Rey Mysterio. I think he should be in the front of the line. Uh, L.A. Knight's music hits, and every show L.A. Knight's music hits, is that's the biggest pop of the yep. night or right up there with it. Uh, and they're giving L.A. Knight another chance to sneak into a title opportunity here. Uh, so it will be Theory and L.A. Knight. Um, but uh, there's an, uh, pretty soon you'll see The Miz come out, and then you know what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and I thought, I 
it is corny, the Grayson Waller, you know, and, and everything there. But I thought they did a really good job of Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio kind of being united for the LWO, who have kind of disappeared. Um, you know, they're always bringing that the back. The other guys, where are those guys? Yeah, I, you forget about it. The one thing that kind of bugs me, and I love that, you know, they're bringing the Latinos into it and everything like that. I love it because I, I am, you know, Hispanic mm-hmm. and whatnot part. But whenever they, whenever Santos says something in Spanish, he always translates it right after. Um, and I get that, but you know, some of it's really basic, so a lot of people probably know what he's saying. So it's a lot of filler stuff there. Just kind of had to get that out there. Sorry. <laughs> um, with that, <laughs> just but, noticed that. Yeah, but I, I thought, I thought Austin Theory would kind of go away for a while, mm-hmm. which I thought is what he needed, and then bringing him back right away and still being a heel, still kind of being a child about it all. You know, demanding Adam Pierce. Um, you know, handing over the title, which is what brought out LA Knight and everything like that. I don't think that's the right move for him. Um, hopefully, you know, this is just the, the first feud, um, you know, for, for Ray, you know, kind of a filler feud to, you know, give him his rematch or whatnot. Um, and then they, they kind of have him go away for a while and repackage him there. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want to see that because they did that with him already where he had the U.S. title, lost it quick. I can't believe it. I, I think it was Lashley or, or Rollins when mm-hmm. they had that little uh, three-way battle and then they would keep like swapping the belt and then he ended up getting it and, and it just kind of extended this U.S. title. I hope that's not what this is because yeah. Austin Theory is kind of dry to your point mm-hmm. and, and kind of needs something uh, to get him going. Maybe, you know, some sort of, uh, of, of change in his character. And like you said, I mean, I think that this is pretty much this was about L.A. Knight. This was mm-hmm. to move the the Miz L.A. Knight um, feud. And 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 if you watched again on Raw, that continued. So mm-hmm. I, again, they're 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 taking advantage of what L.A. Knight brings to the yep. table. So to open up with SmackDown with him uh, was interesting, but. Uh, yeah, hopefully this doesn't go too far. And, and it, it's also kind of weird. How long do you play out this Rey Mysterio Santos Escobar thing? Because I think that's what the people want. Yeah, it, it, what we want to see eventually is Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar collide and have a feud. So how many are we going to get through before we get to that? Um, I don't mind going through a feud though, because then it's a surprise when yeah. it actually happens. Right now, you'd be kind of predicting it. Um, anyways, the Miz uh, interrupted at the start of the match, so you could probably guess what was going to happen from there. Uh, but uh, Miz is always good. I think at at the commentators table, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was uh, he compared Knight to Eugene and Doink, <laughs> which I love. WWE are uh, going back to their history, and those are not names that you always hear mentioned. Um, but uh, says he's just a flash of the pan rather than a the next great WWE superstar. In any case, he he distracts LA Knight. Theory gets a roll of victory, and LA and uh, so Theory will be going up against Rey Mysterio. And LA Knight misses another title opportunity just so the fans can add another one to the list. Yeah, I'm okay with this one because I think the the feud between the Miz and LA Knight could be hot. You know, it it would be great, and and we'll talk about it more in Raw where maybe it can go a little sideways because the Miz isn't really on a winning streak right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, I. It's predictable, you know. You can't really put him in that title because they, you know, it's him versus the Miz. Um, but you know, it, it was a good match. I thought it was a good match, and you know, like you said, the Miz is just great on the mic. He's probably the best on the mic right now yep. um, in the WWE. So yeah, it, w- it was a little fun match. And I'm interested when the Miz. I mean, he just is his job right now is just to put people over. Uh, at some point, I do think he'll he'll be an excellent choice for the booth. You know, they they, mm-hmm. they move guys over there, Booker T or yep. you know whoever it is, uh, and and I think that he's just a natural eventually going to be put over there. So um, it's it's always good to to have him uh, by ringside at least uh, speaking to the commentators. Uh, all right, next uh, the the show started out hot. I mean, because then you had another yep. match where you just wanted to see. 
who was going to win this thing? How are they going to get out of it if nobody was going to win? It was Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair against Damage Control. Bailey and, of course, the new women's champion, Io Sky. Um, what I do find interesting about this is that Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair have now teaming twice in the last three weeks or so. And four weeks ago, they hated each other and yeah. wanted to like they had like a death feud. And and when they basically put, paired them together, it was just kind of like I don't really like you. Eh. Yeah. And now they're just <laughs> teaming. Um. And so I they're also both single stars. There's I don't know if they have a future with this. I think they put Flair with Oscar once and gave them the title, mm-hmm. and it lasted two or three weeks because <laughs> there's no point in watching a team that you know is going to dominate the the tag division, dominate the tag division, yeah. I don't think. Uh, in any case, they, they take on uh, Bailey and Eo Sky, of course, damage control. Uh, Bel Air and Flair defeat Bailey and Sky, uh, but uh, throughout the match, Bailey is directing traffic, um, and so she is still kind of the featured person mm-hmm. uh, in damage control, despite the fact that Eo Sky is the champion. Uh, I think that's part of the story they're telling. It was a really good match, hard-hitting match, as you would expect with these competitors. Flair ended up uh, bleeding uh, in the match um, and, and toward the end. But in any case, uh, Flair set up uh, uh, Bailey uh, into a KO, kiss of death, KOD from Bel Air for the pin. And uh, and there you have it. It's it's it, uh, We were talking about a pre-show. Not a very good booking in my eyes at least for your new champion no it, it's so disappointing because like you said charlotte flair and bianca belair are not a tag team you know bailey and eos guy who is your brand new ww champion they're a team they're a trio they're a tag team essentially so they should be you know the the ones that you know have have the chemistry and, mm-hmm. and should dominate this match and i get it charlotte flair and bianca belair are two of your top uh you know women's uh wrestlers but man that's so disappointing to to see that happen um it was a great match but this is now what the 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 second time in four weeks maybe that EO EO has lost because she lost before she cashed she in did, yeah. too you know um she she's great she's athletic you know we've talked about it that the the language barrier might be her downfall because um, she can't cut a promo all that well but what why why are you feeding her to Charlotte and Bianca you know I know she's not the one that takes the pin um on that but still you know she's on the losing end that's just so disappointing to see well and it's just as opposed to what you could do like you said even just feed a job or two or mm-hmm. something just build her up and, and this was the perfect opportunity to say eo sky is on the level of a charlotte flair mm-hmm. of a bianca belair like it still doesn't feel that way yeah despite no. the fact she snuck in and that's what the kind of the whole money in the bank stipulation is somebody that doesn't necessarily deserve it or can't mm-hmm. get it just by walking up and saying i want to you know go for the belt so that's kind of her spot right now and it would have been crucial and really nice to see uh, her pen either one of them yep. and because that would be the situation it wouldn't hurt either one mm-hmm. of them it would be like okay eo sky is is formidable mm-hmm. um but right th- what they're doing clearly is telling the story between uh bailey and eo sky which i don't think long I, I i mean it's kind of frustrating for i guess eo sky fans which is where i'd put myself in in this because i want to see her elevated um and and they're starting with that story i suppose if they eventually like, because this is headed toward Bailey and Eo Sky, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, the guys, the dissension begins. I suppose eventually, if they put Eo Sky over Bailey, then the the focus can kind of switch to Eo yeah. Sky, and it will be a big moment. But right now, her women's title is overshadowed by Bailey. Yep, and I would say, you know, the WWE right now is zero and three for women's championships. You know, because because we talked about it pre-show. Are they? pairing up charlotte and bianca because they they don't have a great you know tag team women's champion do they want to build them up um because i mean beating eo sky the w you know the women's champ i guess that's a good stepping stone you know to say they're 
legitimate. But yeah. honestly, I mean, what has EO done, you know, since she's been champion now for three weeks? Yeah. Um, she she's done nothing, you know, to to help build up her her reign. And it just I'm also an EO Sky fan. She's somebody new, she's super athletic, she's great um in the ring, but it, it, it it's giving you the sense that you know, one of these two, Charlotte or Bianca, are going to come out and, and possibly at payback or the next pay-per-view take that championship away from her. Yeah, and that would, that would be really sad. If I mean, because they, they could. They could, could go a quick uh, championship reign where you still have a feud between maybe Bailey Costa, Sky mm-hmm. the championship somehow, and then you have that feud still, but now there's not a championship in it, and, you know, maybe hand it back to Flair or Belair, who don't necessarily need it right yeah. now. But as we all know, Charlotte Flair can take three years off and step in the ring and win the championship. She could take two weeks off, step in the ring and win the championship. Yep. That's kind of how she's booked. Uh, so uh, never, never uh, bet against Charlotte in a championship <laughs> match. Uh, in any case, moving on in, on SmackDown, uh, the newly the new look Street Profits uh, take on the OC, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Uh, this was basically uh, a very quick match just to show off the Street Profits and, and some of their new moves. Of course, as they've teased or, or they've teamed with Bobby Lashley, still not necessarily know a name for the Lashley Street Profit group. <laughs> um but you just kind of have to let that come because as yeah. we saw in Raw last night, if you try to force it with a McIntyre Riddle thing, you might come up with a McRiddle. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I don't know if you necessarily have to match all their names together. Uh, but they, they're they certainly going to make uh, quite a formidable trio. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And I thought, you know, I know this was a, a filler match, you know, like a, almost a squash match. Yeah. But I thought the Street Poffrits, man, if they if they roll with this trio – they they've got something going there. I mean, the Street Profits are athletic. Bobby Lashley, you know, is is a title contender um, as well. So you put them together, great things can come with this. Um, but this was this was that filler match, unfortunately. You know, the Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the the hurt or the brothers, um, yeah, and, and something. You know, the good brothers. Yeah, yeah the good brothers. <laughs> you know, on there, not good you, at winning matches unless AJ Styles no. is involved. Unfortunately, yeah. yep, yep, not at all. Yeah, which is kind of weird too. The OC years ago. Um, I mean, they never were really great, but they were like very, I mean, they were always traveling a group, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But when, since they brought Mia Yim, and it's not her fault, um, but I don't think Gallows and Anderson have won a match. Yep. Nope. And and really, AJ Styles hasn't done it as much. I, I just think about their original group, which of course isn't the original group. It's mm-hmm. a copy of Bullet Club. Yep. <laughs> so it's all kind of confusing to begin with, but they used to actually book them pretty well. Yeah. I don't, I wonder, you know, and they, they had to take, they took a break from WWE, came back. Um, you just kind of wonder what the future is with them, too, because they're kind of at jobber status right now, which yep. is weird to say uh, just where they were a few years ago. Yeah, but you know what? It's all better because Carl Anderson is no longer – who was he back in the, the 2000s? Um, he wasn't Snitsky, but he was um, – Oh, Luke Gallows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has been some – he's been some characters. Yeah, so, you know, this is an, this is an upgrade for him there <laughs> um, on, on those characters. Um, but, yeah, you know, they're unfortunately just, just, just jobbers at the moment. Um, Mia Yim, um, I think she has the potential to do something great. She has the build and everything there. But, man, we don't even see her in matches, you know, or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, the Street Profits look pretty dominant. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for their future here. I think it was Festus. Festus. Festus oh, my gosh. Yep, also, was, Imposter Kane. That was, <laughs> he's had some he's had some, he's had some, uh, some characters to play. Of course, if you follow wrestling, you know Kane had some of those characters yep. to play too coming up. So yep. Yep. it's part of it's part of the group. But I mean, he's getting older. I, I don't know how, if he's if there's much more great ahead of him out, outside of Luke Gallows in this in this OC run. But we'll see what happens to them. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, it could get better either way. This was about the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I'm I'm excited again. I I don't they don't seem like a group that would <laughs> quite frankly lose. I mean I don't yeah. know who's uh, who's going to take the pin. So I mean that's a big push coming down the line on SmackDown. Um, you will notice one thing from this SmackDown. Uh, it doesn't have its stars. Uh, yeah. The, the bloodline did not show um, Paul Heyman, the only one that did, and this was a backstage type of deal, so who knows if he's actually in Toronto, um, but they'll say it's live. In any <laughs> case, Paul Heyman uh, provides an update on the bloodline, uh, didn't like all the questions for Kayla Braxton, kind of weird, started asking about her family, which was a very heelish thing to do, but then yeah. I was thought I was out of the loop. I was like, wait a minute, who's Kayla Braxton <laughs> <laughs> related to? But I think he was just trying to make a point that he, you know, he's tired of being bothered by her asking questions. Ultimately announces that Jimmy Uso will make his return next Friday. Still, we don't know what happened to Jay Uso. He's not saying Roman's coming back. I haven't seen Solo in a bit. Um, this is this is a slow play, of yep. course, on, on on the bloodline, which probably needs some breathing room. We we kind of complained about its booking as <laughs> of late, um, but uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know if it's I would call it a reset or anything, just a little bit of a break. But I don't know. Is that enough for you? That Jimmy is going to be on SmackDown next week? Is that is that draw you in? No, not not really, because he gave the worst explanation as to why he did what he did. So he's kind of the one. I'm like. Okay, you know, you you, you did that. Um, you know, Jay's the one. Roman Reigns, obviously, even Solo. You know, I think Jimmy right now is number four out of those. Yeah. Out of, out of the four of them, even Paul Heyman, he's you know inter- yeah. entertaining and it's fun to see him. Just like this, it, it was Sammy weird. Zane, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, feeling Usi over there. Um, yeah. On, on that, no, not not really. I just they had to get the bloodline storyline in here, and that's that's what they decided to do because you know what's coming up next. You know, it's all about Edge, but no. No, I, I don't really care about Jimmy all that much yeah. right now. Of course, if you, again, you got to put your wrestling hat on again yep. and say if Jimmy's coming, that means somebody's going to come in or yep. hit him. So one of them will return. Uh, somebody's going to return and probably uh, hit Jimmy. If he just returns into a, you know, just to be by himself promo. Yeah. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, well, and again, wrestling's doing better than it almost ever it yeah. does with this storyline. So maybe it's time to give them a like believe in them and see what they've got coming <laughs> next. But this just wasn't what we were used to seeing on SmackDown right no. now. We're spoiled uh, with the Bloodline stuff, and this was just a very small bit of that. In any case, tonight was about Edge, and so maybe that kind of provided that was the opportunity to focus on Edge a little bit more. Of course, he had made the the. Uh, the challenge to Seamus the week before, mm-hmm. um, basically saying it's his home, it's 25 years, and kind of feeling like he's near his retirement. Mm-hmm. He's, already, he's already said you know he's going towards his, his last run. Um, so this it was a physical main event, uh, an absolute banger of a match, a lot of near falls, uh, near pins, uh, and, and, and just, uh, just a great, great way to end the night. I mean, uh, Beth Phoenix, you, again, you could see on her face up close and personal uh, kind of what this meant to her mm-hmm. um, and, and what it was to kind of see this play out. Um, but it does, it, again, the, the the thing that didn't happen was any sort of shenanigans or tricks from Sheamus or, you know, post-match, here's the next feud. It was just kind of this well-respected, great match put on between the two. Uh, and it leads you to question it was this it for edge yeah and i i truly believe it was because i mean it was it was a like you said it was a clean win you know by edge and they kept showing beth phoenix crying almost you know on ringside there they gave it their all you know i you, you got to give them props edge and Sheamus gave us a great main event here um it was hard hitting as as we expected um i do i do think i saw some on social media that edge did uh, like a farewell speech hmm. at the end of it um 
on there. You know, I wasn't there. They didn't air it. So, you yeah. know, you don't know if that's real or not. But he, but I saw, you know, on social media that he had a mic in his hand and was addressing the crowd. Um, I, I truly think that's it with the way they kind of played SmackDown and the buildup. Um, you know, hopefully we'll see him, you know, in, in the future at a Royal Rumble or something again. Yeah. But, you know, if, if this was the end, that great career for Edge. You know, great comeback, winning, winning the Royal Rumble after the neck surgeries. Um, you know, a great heel. His theme song always hits every time. Oh, yeah. His emotion. He he just really dedicated his life to the ring, and it, it is it it really was a big part of my childhood watching him. Absolutely, Edge Edge is is uh, you know kind of a once in a generation mm-hmm. talent, and now there's like, you could say that about several different guys, but he kind of had his his own thing, and and certain a lot of that was his heel work, and you know kind of uh, at times you know walking that thin line of, of not knowing of course started with the brood you know a lot of a lot of yep. christian and, and ed shenanigans um you know team with with rko feuded with rko yep. just just undertaker stuff i mean it was just a, a great career um and uh it's interesting because i do think what i was reading is that his contract does end i believe in september uh with wwe and so there is a possibility that it could be a big get for AEW. But yeah. um, if AEW gets him, he'll, he'll just be lost in three weeks. And <laughs> yep. for some reason, I don't know, they just don't do a great job of talent acquisition always. Um, but uh, they sure do acquire a lot of ex-WWE guys. So we'll see if Edge maybe has something planned out there or if it's it's just the end of um, end of an era for him. Mm-hmm. Yep, it, it was a great run. So props to Edge, you know, in 25 years. Hopefully he doesn't go to AEW because, you know, like you said, he won't. It won't, it won't be as big as him with WWE. He always belongs to WWE. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. That was our SmackDown review. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you are have any thoughts about our thoughts on the WWE and SmackDown and, and coming up Raw, uh, hit us on the Sardar Heyman text line. Hit us up 402-464-5685. Once again, I am Jake Bokovan, uh, your host of the show, along with Nuclear Heat uh, contributor Augie Pena. We will be right back to review Raw from Quebec City last night. It was yep. a good it was a good one. So we'll talk about that coming up next year on 937 the ticket.